Hello and welcome to Minnesota Ghost Stories Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Pierce and I will be your host. Do you like sitting around talking about ghost stories, UFOs, unexplained things with your friends? That's what this podcast is about. Real stories told by real people. Hello, I'd like to welcome Kaylee to Minnesota Ghost Stories Podcast. Uh, If you remember from episode two, Lisa's Haunted House... In there, there was a preteen daughter, uh, Kaylee, now 20, 21 years old. Uh, she is no longer a preteen. Uh, she's here to share her story uh, of what happened in the house and when she moved out. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, I was actually really excited when I heard my mom was speaking because I actually experienced some stuff outside of the house as well. Um, I, my mom's story was very accurate. Um, everything happened the way she said it. Um, she actually experienced things before I did, um, and before my brother did. Um, then it was my brother and the things that he was saying, it was really weird, you know, talking about people were in his room or, you know, his pillow was talking to him and it didn't seem you know, as crazy as it did until I started experiencing things. Um, So when I would go to sleep at night, I would have the hallway light on because I was kind of scared of the dark. And my bedroom was right across from his room. So I would hear walking around the house all the time. It was just like creaking noises. And I always just told myself that it was the house settling, but um, it got closer and closer to my bedroom every single night, um, like somebody was walking towards me. Um, And then one night I actually woke up just out of a dead sleep and kind of looked over to my closet and I saw fingers grab on to my closet door and start to push my closet door open. And so I was young, so at the time I really, you know, didn't want to get up and scream. So I just kind of closed my eyes really quick and forced myself to go back to sleep. Um, the next morning was actually when the laundry basket ended up on the floor. And my mom um, finally just snapped and was like, you know, this is not okay. We have to do something about it. And then my dad did eventually bless the house, so nothing crazy really did happen after that. I ended up moving out in with my grandparents about a few months after that, and um, I lived with them for about five or six years. And I experienced a few things there, but it wasn't really anything um, that was really paranormal. It was kind of just things I would maybe see in the sky that would kind of freak me out. Um, And there was one night I was out with some family and I was on my way home. I was actually by myself at home and I decided to let the dog out. And while I was letting the dog out, um, I was telling her to go potty. And all of a sudden I heard something in the background say, who go potty, who go potty. And at first I just was like, oh, maybe it's an owl. Maybe I'm, you know, just hearing things. And then it's like started a full on conversation with me. Like, who are you talking to? Who are you? Where are you? And I immediately freaked out. I ran into the house and I was so scared. I stayed in my bedroom pretty much the rest of the night. 
And when my grandparents got home, I explained to them what I had heard outside and they didn't believe me. They told me, you know, I probably was just hearing stuff. It was probably, you know, maybe the wind or something like an animal Um, immediately did not believe me. So everything was fine after that. I didn't experience anything for a few years. And when I turned about 17, close to 18, I moved out with my boyfriend and we moved into a duplex. And this duplex was actually my grandparents. They owned it and they rented it out to like college kids or anybody who kind of saw their listing. So it was a split level. There was people who lived on the top and then I lived on the bottom. Um, When we first moved in, the duplex was completely trashed. The people who had lived there before um, just were disgusting. It was filthy. We, so we had to take the carpet out. We had to get new windows and everything. So at the time when we moved in, we didn't want to buy any furniture just because we wanted to wait until we got um, the new carpet. So we had our bedroom in the living room because in the back rooms, it was just not really safe to walk because there were a lot of nails and stuff back there. So we stayed mostly in the living room. And we did end up getting a kitchen table. My grandma actually borrowed us a screwdriver so we could fix up the table. We had to put the chairs together and stuff like that. So this screwdriver that she gave us was actually really important to her. She got it from her mom, who was no longer with us. And we were using it and we set it down and just all of a sudden it disappeared. And it was really weird because it was in with like five seconds, we turned around and it was gone. And a month went by, we still didn't find it. My grandma was kind of upset because this, you know, meant a lot to her. And one day I got up and I went into my makeup closet, which I go in every single day because it has like my bathroom products, my makeup stuff, um, cleaning supplies, anything like that. And I opened up the closet door and there the screwdriver was sitting right in front of my makeup. I was so scared because like I said, I go in there every single day and I had never, ever seen it, you know, before for like a month. So we didn't really think too much of it. We just kind of brushed it off. And um, a few months went by. A lot of the stuff that did happen to us, it was in gaps. So a few months went by and we um, were sitting in, sitting on our bed. We were going to watch a scary movie and my boyfriend actually went into the laundry room to shut off the light because we were just about to eat dinner and um, there, the light was on or something. I can't really remember why, but he went back there to shut off the light. And when he was going back there, um, he was closing the door behind him and he heard click and the light had turned on by itself. He ran out and told me what happened, and the same thing I brushed off, said maybe, you know, a circuit or something, you know, blue, I don't know, but I don't think that, you know, just something came in and turned it off. I didn't really think anything of it. Um, So like I said, there was another gap, and nothing happened. Um, So it was about maybe like a month or month and a half. And the neighbors that lived upstairs, they left on vacation, I think, for about like a week and a half. And so nobody was up there. They did have a cat, 
but um, I couldn't imagine the cat made these noises. But we, when we would go to bed at night, we would hear stomping and people walking upstairs or things dropping really loud, like, like a bowling ball or something. It was so loud up there. And when they came back, we actually asked them um, if there was anything, you know, weird or if they have ever experienced anything. And they said, no. So again, we just thought, you know, maybe it was the cat. We just tried to not get too scared because this was, you know, where we lived and we really didn't want anything to be happening. Um, so we did mention it to my grandma and she, you know, told us that nothing happened there and that nobody else, you know, explained that they were experiencing anything. So, um, again, it would go on, you know, for a gap and then we would lose stuff and we would find it in the laundry room. Every single time we lost something, we would always find it in the laundry room. It would always be in the drain. And we never knew why, but it would just be little things like um, my ring would go missing or my necklace would go missing or um, my hairbrush. It was just little things that didn't really mean anything. But when we you know, couldn't find them, they did mean a lot. So I decided to kind of like look into the laundry room to see, you know, if there was maybe a sign of something. And I actually found an upside down cross carved into the light switch. And if, you know, you don't know what that is, it's actually a sign of the devil. And I didn't know that I actually had to look it up, but was extremely scared when I found out what it was. So I had my mom come in and she brought a, um, a radio thing, a ghost radio or something like that. Um, and basically it just goes through a white noise and you ask questions. And um, if you get an answer, you just play it back and listen to it. So we played it back after we had asked questions and we heard one thing on there. And our question was, you know, who are you? Some, somewhere on the lines of who are you and what do you want? And it responded back with, I am not here to hurt you. I am here to help. Again, I didn't want to think that it was something that was going to hurt me, you know, but at the same time, I was like, I didn't know what it could have been because nobody else had experienced anything there. And I was the only one so far that was experiencing this stuff. So another gap um, went by and we started hanging out with a lot of people, you know, people would come over um, and one night we were actually having a party and I decided to take out my phone and I was taking a video and I actually caught a figure on my phone and I showed everybody, it wasn't really anything that you could tell, you know, that was, you know, an actual human, but um, you could tell that it, you know, was a figure. And so I saved the photo and I decided, you know, a different night I would try again. And a few weeks later I tried again and I actually got a man's face in my on my camera and you could see like the you know the lining of the face and the lips and the eyes it was absolutely terrifying so the next day I went to work and I just remember sitting in the office I was so scared I didn't even want to go back home I was shaking I didn't want to be there anymore at all and when I came home, we started to notice that we, we had two cats. So we started to notice that the cats were acting extremely strange. They were looking at stuff. They were running into walls. 
very, very scary. And I finally said, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to leave. So we ended up going to my grandparents' house for a while and, you know, talking to them about it. And they basically told us that we were crazy, that there was, wasn't anything happening. You know, we were just, you know, making this up. This wasn't real. And they didn't believe us whatsoever. So that night we went back home and I went to bed early because I wasn't really feeling that well. And my boyfriend went to go and hang out with his friends And I woke up, I was kind of in a daze, I was like half asleep and half awake. Um, As I was waking up a little bit, I saw something standing at the end of the bed. And I got up really fast and all of a sudden this bright flashing light just flashed in my face and it was gone. And I called my boyfriend and I said, please come home. I'm super scared. I don't want to be here. Like stuff is happening and I'm freaking out. Like I just, I can't do this. So he came home and he brought his friend back and his friend actually stayed um, for a few days because uh, my boyfriend was off of work. So they were, you know, just kind of hanging out at the house. And the last night that he was there, um, this guy had no idea who my family was. He decided to go, that he needed to go to the bathroom, so he went to the bathroom. As he was coming out, he said that he heard a little boy in the background talking, and he said that his name was Liam, and Liam is actually my youngest brother, and I, oh my gosh, that gave me goosebumps. I was freaking out. I was like, see, we have to leave. Um, You know, I would hear voices while I was in the shower things would fly off the counter and it was ultimately just a very, very scary situation. When we did move out, um, nothing happened to anybody else that had lived there. So um, nothing has happened to me since then, but to this day, it still scares me that something may happen again, but that was that. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, I was actually really excited when I heard my mom was speaking because I actually experienced some stuff outside of the house as well. Um, I My mom's story was very accurate. Um, everything happened the way she said it. Um, she actually experienced things before I did um, and before my brother did. Um, then it was my brother And the things that he was saying, it was really weird, you know, talking about people were in his room or, you know, his pillow was talking to him. And it didn't seem, you know, as crazy as it did until I started experiencing things. Um, So when I would go to sleep at night, I would have the hallway light on because I was kind of scared of the dark. And my bedroom was right across from his room. So I would hear walking around the house all the time. It was just like creaking noises. And 
I always just told myself that it was the house settling, but um, it got closer and closer to my bedroom every single night, um, like somebody was walking towards me. Um, And then one night I actually woke up just out of a dead sleep and kind of looked over to my closet and I saw fingers grab on to my closet door and start to push my closet door open. And I was young. So at the time I really, you know, didn't want to get up and scream. So I just kind of closed my eyes really quick and forced myself to go back to sleep. Um, The next morning was actually when the laundry basket ended up on the floor and my mom um, finally just snapped and was like, you know, this is not okay. We have to do something about it. And then my dad did eventually bless the house. So nothing crazy really did happen after that. I ended up moving out in with my grandparents about a few months after that. And um, I lived with them for about five or six years and I experienced a few things there but it wasn't really anything um, that was really paranormal it was kind of just things I would maybe see in the sky that would kind of freak me out Um, and there was one night I was out with some family and I was on my way home I was actually by myself at home and I decided to let the dog out and while I was letting the dog out um, I was telling her to go potty And all of a sudden, I heard something in the background say, who go potty? Who go potty? And at first, I just was like, oh, maybe it's an owl. Maybe I'm, you know, just hearing things. And then it's like started a full on conversation with me. Like, who are you talking to? Who are you? Where are you? And I immediately freaked out. I ran into the house and I was so scared. I stayed in my bedroom pretty much the rest of the night. And when my grandparents got home, I explained to them what I had heard outside and they didn't believe me. They told me, you know, I probably was just hearing stuff. It was probably, you know, maybe the wind or something like an animal Um, immediately did not believe me. So everything was fine after that. I didn't experience anything for a few years. And when I turned about 17, close to 18, I moved out with my boyfriend and we moved into a duplex And this duplex was actually my grandparents. They owned it and they rented it out to like college kids or anybody who kind of saw their listing. So it was a split level. There was people who lived on the top and then I lived on the bottom. Um, When we first moved in, the duplex was completely trashed. The people who had lived there before um, just were disgusting. It was filthy. We, so we had to take the carpet out. We had to get new windows and everything. So at the time when we moved in, we didn't want to buy any furniture just because we wanted to wait until we got um, the new carpet. So we had our bedroom in the living room because in the back rooms, it was just not really safe to walk because there were a lot of nails and stuff back there. So we stayed mostly in the living room. And we did end up getting a kitchen table. My grandma actually borrowed us a screwdriver so we could fix up the table we had to put the chairs together and stuff like that. So this screwdriver that she gave us was actually really important to her. She got it from her mom, who was no longer with us. And we were using it and we set it down and just all of a sudden it disappeared. 
And it was really weird because it was in with like five seconds, we turned around and it was gone. And a month went by, we still didn't find it. My grandma was kind of upset because this, you know, meant a lot to her. And one day I got up and I went into my makeup closet, which I go in every single day because it has like my bathroom products, my makeup stuff, um, cleaning supplies, anything like that. And I opened up the closet door and there the screwdriver was sitting right in front of my makeup. I was so scared because like I said, I go in there every single day and I had never, ever seen it, you know, before for like a month. So we didn't really think too much of it. We just kind of brushed it off. And um, a few months went by. A lot of the stuff that did happen to us, it was in gaps. So a few months went by and we... um, we're sitting in, sitting on our bed. We were going to watch a scary movie. And my boyfriend actually went into the laundry room to shut off the light because we were just about to eat dinner and um, there, the light was on or something. I can't really remember why, but he went back there to shut off the light. And when he was going back there, um, he was closing the door behind him and he heard click and the light had turned on by itself. He ran out and told me what happened and the same thing I brushed off said maybe you know a circuit or something you know blue I don't know but I don't think that you know just something came in and turned it off I didn't really think anything of it um so like I said there was another gap and nothing happened um so it was about maybe like a month or month and a half and the neighbors that lived upstairs they left on vacation I think for about like a week and a half And so nobody was up there. They did have a cat, but um, I couldn't imagine the cat made these noises. But we, when we would go to bed at night, we would hear stomping and people walking upstairs or things dropping really loud, like, like a bowling ball or something. It was so loud up there. And when they came back, we actually asked them um, if there was anything, you know, weird or if they have ever experienced anything. And they said, no. So again, we just thought, you know, maybe it was the cat. We just tried to not get too scared because this was, you know, where we lived and we really didn't want anything to be happening. Um, So we did mention it to my grandma and she, you know, told us that nothing happened there and that nobody else, you know, explained that they were experiencing anything. So um Again, it would go on, you know, for a gap and then we would lose stuff and we would find it in the laundry room. Every single time we lost something, we would always find it in the laundry room. It would always be in the drain. And we never knew why, but it would just be little things like um, my ring would go missing or my necklace would go missing or um, my hairbrush. It was just little things that didn't really mean anything. But when we, you know, couldn't find them, they did mean a lot. So I decided to kind of like look into the laundry room to see, you know, if there was maybe a sign of something. And I actually found an upside down cross carved into the light switch. And if, you know, you don't know what that is, it's actually a sign of the devil. And I didn't know that I actually had to look it up, but was extremely scared when I found out what it was. So I had my mom come in and she brought a um, 
a radio thing, a ghost radio or something like that. Um, and basically it just goes through a white noise and you ask questions. And um, if you get an answer, you just play it back and listen to it. So we played it back after we had asked questions and we heard one thing on there. And our question was, you know, who are you? Some, somewhere on the lines of who are you and what do you want? And it responded back with, I am not here to hurt you. I am here to help. Again, I didn't want to think that it was something that was going to hurt me, you know, but at the same time, I was like, I didn't know what it could have been because nobody else had experienced anything there. And I was the only one so far that was experiencing this stuff. So another gap um, went by and we started hanging out with a lot of people, you know, people would come over. Um, and one night we were actually having a party and I decided to take out my phone and I was taking a video and I actually caught a figure on my phone and I showed everybody, it wasn't really anything that you could tell, you know, that was, you know, an actual human, but um, you could tell that it, you know, was a figure. And so I saved the photo and I decided, you know, a different night I would try again. And a few weeks later, I tried again and I actually got a man's face in my on my camera and you could see like the you know the lining of the face and the lips and the eyes it was absolutely terrifying so the next day I went to work and I just remember sitting in the office I was so scared I didn't even want to go back home I was shaking I didn't want to be there anymore at all and when I came home, we started to notice that we, we had two cats. So we started to notice that the cats were acting extremely strange. They were looking at stuff. They were running into walls. Very, very scary. And I finally said, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to leave. So we ended up going to my grandparents' house for a while and, you know, talking to them about it. And they basically told us that we were crazy, that there was, wasn't anything happening. You know, we were just, you know, making this up. This wasn't real. And they didn't believe us whatsoever. So that night we went back home and I went to bed early because I wasn't really feeling that well. And my boyfriend went to go and hang out with his friends and I woke up, I was kind of in a daze, I was like half asleep and half awake. Um, as I was waking up a little bit, I saw something standing at the end of the bed. And I got up really fast and all of a sudden this bright flashing light just flashed in my face and it was gone. And I called my boyfriend and I said, please come home. I'm super scared. I don't want to be here. Like stuff is happening and I'm freaking out. Like I just, I can't do this. So he came home and he brought his friend back and his friend actually stayed um, for a few days because uh, my boyfriend was off of work. So they were, you know, just kind of hanging out at the house. And the last night that he was there, um, this guy had no idea who my family was he decided to go that he needed to go to the bathroom so he went to the bathroom as he was coming out he said that he heard a little boy in the background talking and he said that his name was Liam and Liam is actually my youngest brother and I oh my gosh that gave me goosebumps I was 
freaking out. I was like, see, we have to leave. Um, you know, I would hear voices while I was in the shower. Things would fly off the counter. And it was ultimately just a very, very scary situation. When we did move out, um, nothing happened to anybody else that had lived there. So um, nothing has happened to me since then, but to this day, it still scares me that something may happen again, but that was that. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. I don't know, because for a while, I really thought that it was maybe, you know, my cats getting on, you know, the bathroom counter and, you know, playing with them. But we had carpet in the hallway, so I don't know how they could have slid anything into the laundry room. It, it was very, very strange to me. Um, and it would just be random objects, you know. I mean, the screwdriver, I felt like, you know, they knew that it was whatever it was, knew that it was something that meant a lot to you know, me or my family. And so I think that that was something. Um, I mean, but other than that, my rings and my necklaces didn't really, it wasn't really anything that meant a lot to me. It was just stuff that I would, you know, wear. I think so, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm hmm. I absolutely don't know. Um, the thing that really got me, though, was the upside down cross. So if it was something, you know, that was, you know, they said, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to help. Maybe it was for that reason. Maybe it was something good that was there that was trying to, you know, get rid of the bad. I don't know. But the attention thing, definitely, because, I mean, we would even find things like we came home one day and the toilet seat was off of the toilet. and that was strange because, I mean, you would have to use some kind of a tool to get that off. You can't just rip that off of the toilet. So even that, I mean, just the little things, it was just very strange. Very. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, when I was like first noticing stuff, I was about like 12, maybe I think somewhere in between there. Um, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a teenager yet.
Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I was about like 13 or 14, somewhere in between there. Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, it was just kind of a family decision. You know, we just, we just thought maybe this would just be easier. You know, if I lived with my grandparents, it was just, you know, all family related and, you know, nothing wrong, but yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it just um, happened to me when I was outside. Um, nothing, nothing else out of the ordinary happened to me when I was living there. Um, just, just that one time. Very. Mm-hmm. Actually, they asked us to. Um, so we were just, you know, kind of there. They had, had the key under the mat um, because we, the door, the front door that we had, we could walk in and it was kind of like, a hallway of stairs. So it would just be a stairs going up and then there was the main door going to the outside. So that was ultimately always locked. So they left a spare key inside that hallway. So, you know, we would go up there and um, feed the cats or, or feed the cat or whatever that they needed. Um, we didn't notice anything like when we would go up there, like nothing was ever, you know, on the ground or anything. But the stomping was so loud, it really did sound like a bowling ball was being, like, thrown off the counter. Mm-hmm. Right. So one of the things that I do think about, too, is um, my grandma's brother actually passed away when he was actually fairly young. Um, but it was a few years ago when we were actually um, living at the duplex, or I think it was maybe before that. He passed away in the hospital. It was completely unexpected. And that's like the only thing that I can think of because 
you know, it was my grandma's mom. So it was his mom too. So I thought, you know, maybe it could have been him. And what made me think more to him too, is I would always hear voices, um, whether it was coming from outside or inside. Um, and it was always a guy's voice. It was never, you know, I never heard a girl's voice. I always heard a guy's voice. So the whole time going through this at the duplex, when I heard that on that radio of it saying, you know, I'm not here, I'm just trying to help. I immediately thought, you know, maybe it's my uncle, maybe it's my great uncle, you know? So I, I don't, I don't know. That's just, that was my main thought. Yes. Yes, he is. No, Liam was the baby. Yeah, very him. Mm -hmm. Mm Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Oh yes, definitely. I'm, I am the one that is always, you know, if something weird happens, I am, you know, straight to the point of what was that? You know, I, I try my hardest to come up with, you know, things that it could have been. Um, like when we lived in the duplex, I tried so hard to brush everything off because at the time I was really scared. I mean, I, you know, didn't want to come home because I was so scared that something was going to happen. But I mean, it was nothing to the point of anybody hurting me, but it, it was, you know, it was things were, you know, going off the counter and not breaking, you know, glasses were just complete like flying off the counter and they wouldn't break, you know, things would seasonings or, you know, just anything that we had on there would just fly off. And it, it, there was some things that was like, you know, this is insane. And then there were other things that was just like, okay, whatever, you know, just forget about it. Don't draw too much attention to it. But it was scary, you know? Right. No, I didn't. Um, but I may have um, had a few too many drinks when I was partying with people and tried to actually get a Ouija board one time and talk to one of them. And it was probably not the best idea. Um, I didn't go through with it because my boyfriend was like, don't do that. You don't want to do that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. No, no, I, I was, I was still very scared and it was, it actually kind of opened up, you know, my mind a little bit more too, because when my mom came to do this ghost box, she brought both of my younger brothers and Liam was there. And so when, you know, his friend came over and said, Hey, you know, I hear someone's in the back room, you know, saying that they're Liam or something that was scary to me because he didn't know my family. He didn't know who my, you know, my brothers were. He didn't know my mom, nothing like that. So when he said that, it was very scary. And my brother was so scared coming into the house. He, he immediately felt something. He didn't want to be there at all. Um, I, I actually really don't know. I mean, he, I don't think he really remembers. I, I would honestly have to ask him, but I, I don't think he remembers because he was pretty young at the time too. Um, and it, this would all happen in the middle of the night. So when this would happen, I mean, he would come into my room and just go back to sleep. And there were actually some nights where he would wake up in my bedroom and like, throw up all over my bed and like the next day he would be perfectly fine so there it was just like weird stuff that you know what if I I don't want to say that it wasn't him but 
you know, at the time it was, he was in the room, you know, he slept in the room. That was his room where, you know, the lady passed away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. Mhm. Mm no. No, um there was one thing, but I didn't think too much of it. I mean, there was a door at one of our old places that we lived at that actually had closed on its own, just randomly closed. But other than that, I mean, I mean, like there's some stuff, but we also have cats. So, I mean, when stuff happens, we're like, we just kind of assume that, okay, the cats did it. Like there are a few times where I'll come home from work now and you know, the oven will be open and I'll be like, Oh, maybe the cat just jumped on the oven. Um, well, I, I just, I try to think of everything you know, as a coincidence, because if I don't, then I don't want to be here. And I don't want to think about that every place I go. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I could definitely try that. It's just, you know, ever since the duplex, nothing crazy has happened to me like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm just like immune to it and maybe stuff is happening and I'm like, you know, whatever. But, you know, I feel like I would maybe probably know if it was happening after. Exactly. <laughs> exactly well I mean and it happened with our freezer too so now we actually have to we duct tape the freezer because this was happening every night we would wake up and the freezer would be wide open and all of our food would be melted 
So now we just have started duct taping it because we think that the cats are jumping on the freezer and yeah, it's, yeah, (laughs) I know, exactly. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. Mhm. <laughs> yes. Mhm. I know. Um, no, I do not. I would like to thank today's guest for sharing their story with us. And you, the listeners, well, for just listening. If you'd like to continue to support us, You can subscribe to this podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps. You can follow us on Facebook at Minnesota Ghost Stories or on Instagram and Twitter at MN Ghost Stories. You can also find our website at mnghoststories.com. And once again, thank you for your support.